Lock Talk Radio. Romans 2 and 5. Nope. Righteous judgment of the Most High, who will yep. render unto every man according to his nope. deeds, to them who by patience, continuing yep. some well-doing seat, nope. for glory and honor, and immorality, yep. eternal life. But unto them that are nope. contentious, and do not obey the yep. truth, but obey unrighteousness, indignation, and wrath. You an African American? Nope. You believe that's your heritage? Yep. Do you know who you are? Nope. King, queen? Yep. Nigga with back? Nope. Do you shine like a star? Yep. Think they gon' say it? Nope. We gon' expose them. Yep. Yeah. They gon' take your life? Nope. So many secrets in the vault? Yep. Do this knowledge cost? Nope. Hop in the book to my? Yep. Do you follow these laws? Nope. Do they still exist? Yep. Have time to wait?
you got to choose one, who you gonna choose the most? I heard Satan, two sides to choose from. You got to choose one, who you gonna choose? Who you gonna choose? Got to choose. All right, all right, all right. You're going to learn today. All right, all right, all right. You're going to learn today. All right, all right, all right, all right. Uh, shalom and good morning to the 12 tribes worldwide. Yahweh, Bahasham, Yahweh, Shaka, Rugged Thumb. To Judah, Benjamin, Levi, Simeon, Zebulun, Ephraim, Vanessa, Gab, Reuben, Ashton, Valley, and Issachar. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to, to another episode of ISBHPK presents Bible Talk. Thank you. My name is Mishab. I'm one of the teachers here with the ISBHPK, the Israelite School of Biblical History and Practical Knowledge. We have school locations across the country uh, here in San Antonio. Uh, we do have a school located at 4444 Walsham, street number 201, San Antonio, Texas, 78218. Um, and we have classes every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, starting from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. And then the Saturday Sabbath class, uh, starting at 10 a.m. Uh, if you'd like to view the class, if you can't actually make the actual class, you can view them uh, the, our school here in San Antonio live at ISBHPK San Antonio on YouTube. Again, that's every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. And, the, and then again on Saturdays, starting at 10 a.m. at ISBHPK San Antonio. If you'd like any information about our school here in San Antonio, uh, please feel free to reach out to Brother Awar at area code 210-862-2643. That's Brother Awar at area code 210-862-2643. Or Brother Samson at area code 505-387-9609. Um, for our schools in Houston, our school in Houston is located at 231 FM Road 1092, uh, Stafford, Texas, 77477. Uh, and they have classes Monday, Wednesday, and Friday as well. And you can view them live on YouTube also at ISBHBK Houston. Uh, and as uh, Mondays and Wednesdays from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Central Standard Time. And then again on Fridays from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. And then on Saturdays uh, at 10 a.m. for Sabbath class. If you'd like any more information about our school in Houston, please feel free to reach out to uh, Priest Quatizat at area code 303-557. 8979. Here for our school in Norfolk, Norfolk, Virginia, which is located at 2610 Granby Street, Norfolk, Virginia, 23517 being the address there. Uh, and you can view them live uh, every Tuesday and Thursday on Facebook Live, uh, starting at 10 p.m., lasting until 9 p.m. on Facebook Live, again, Eastern Standard Time. When you go to Facebook, just uh, uh, do a search for Israelite School of biblical history and practical knowledge. And then on Friday nights, we invite you to also check, uh, check the brothers out uh, from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on YouTube, our, our YouTube channel with ISBHBK Norfolk on YouTube. And then on Saturdays, we invite you to please check out the Sabbath ceremony uh, starting at 12 noon Eastern Standard Time um, on YouTube. Again, that's ISBHBK Norfolk. And then we have our school in Rochester, Rochester, New York which is located at 1600 Lyle Avenue, suite number 1A, Rochester, New York, 14606. And you can view their classes live every Tuesday and Thursday on YouTube 
our YouTube page at ISBHBK Rochester. That's every Tuesday and Thursday from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. And then on Saturdays for a Sabbath ceremony as well, um, starting at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on ISBHBK Rochester. For any questions, uh, for any, uh, uh, anything going on for our school in, in Rochester, we ask you to please reach out to Priest Zion at area code 757-762-3917. If you'd like any more information uh, for our schools in Rochester, Norfolk, or Virginia, or Houston, I'm sorry, in Houston, Norfolk, or Rochester, we invite you to please check out isbhpk.com. We invite you to please check out isbhpk.com. But this is for our schools in Houston, Norfolk, and Rochester. For those three schools combined, the rent comes to $4,450. For the lights, is $950. And for the Internet, just keep our our YouTube shows going, is $600. That's the monthly total every month of $5,900 that needs to be – needs to be raised just to keep up the bare minimums to keep our schools going in Houston, uh, Norfolk, and in Rochester. So we invite you to please check out isbhpk.com and find links to Sweet Ambiance, links to Chosen Creations, and links to Israelware, where you can start a a monthly subscription with either one of of these services uh, to help keep our schools going and also get yourself going. Sweet ambiance is is designed is is um, sweet ambiance is 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 uh, comes to you engineering custom fragrances so every one of your moods can smell amazing. When you support sweet ambiance, you support ISBHPK. Sweet ambiance. Um, what sweet ambiance is? They have uh, um, uh, perfume oils uh, for for uh, cologne oils for men, women, and children, as well as incense oils. But what what they've also specialized in is Handmade, custom-made soaps, lotions, candles, uh, and incense. So we invite you to please check out Sweet Ambiance. And again, you can start a monthly subscription with them. Uh, just go to isbhbk.com, uh, click on the link for Sweet Ambiance, and you can start your monthly prescription with them. Um, the other service that's a monthly prescription is Israelware. Israelware, as, as the name sounds, is dealing with garments. If you need to get a garment made, um, uh, if you, with a monthly subscription, you can get a new shirt each month, which includes a border of blue and fringes. It's 100% percent pre shrunk cotton, a bound design on the, uh, of the month, uh, a leather headband to match your shirt, uh, and shipping is included. That's, uh, that's one of the subscriptions available at Israelware, where you can get your, your garment, garments together, um, uh, refresh your garment, and help the school out, help the schools out. So we invite you to please check out Israelware. You can also find them on Facebook. And then we have also Chosen Creations, uh, ChosenCreations.com. Chosen Creations offers custom engraved jewelry, personalized home decor, and unique gifts you can't find anywhere else. And it's true, brothers and sisters. Um, when, it, when it says custom engraved jewelry, everything from, from, from uh, jewelry, um, uh, metal, glass, leather, um, they, 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 they can engrave anything you want. They, they got you covered. Um, I've got a, I got a, um, uh, I've got a, a silver a menorah uh, that, that, that the brothers did up for me, and on the back it's got an ephod uh, with all 12 tribes. I mean, they really do some really nice work. And then um, I know the brother bought a bond for the event center and purchased um, 
uh, the Ten Commandments engraved in uh, in the Hebrew and in English. All right, on 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 it is like this copper metal that is just is beautiful. It's fantastic. So we invite you please check out ChoiceCreations.com, uh, ChoiceCreations.com at Etsy, or we invite you please go to the website isbhbk.com and check out Chosen Creations. That and again, when you support these businesses, you help keep our schools going in Houston, in Norfolk, and in Rochester. For our school here in San Antonio, we invite you to please check out Eastern Fragrances uh, and On the Mark Movie, which are both located at Rolling Oaks Mall. Um, Eastern Fragrances, uh, similar to, to Sweet Ambiance, provides you with um, with the latest um, and unique high quality. Uh, perfume and cologne oils for men, women, and children and uh, for any occasion, as well as Egyptian bottles, Egyptian tear glass bottles that are really fantastic to, to, to dispense your oil from. Uh, they're going to take care of you over there. Uh, and then On The Mark Movie. On The Mark Movie is a movie company that was put together, again, to help keep our school going here in San Antonio. That If you have any movie needs, if you're going to move anything, you need anything moved from, from a garage, uh, an apartment, a house, um, an office building, an office, um, you got to move from, from uh, across the city, across the state, um, even out of state. Get in touch with the brothers that are on the Mark Moving. They, they will give you some of the most high-quality uh, moves, um, protected, it's licensed, insured, and bonded moving company to take care of, of your products and take care of what you're moving. They, they do really nice work. They really do great work. So we invite you to please check out Easter Fragrances, uh, which is located on the first floor of Rolando's Mall, in between, right in front of the Shoe Palace, uh, shoe store uh, in between the Great American Cook Company and the uh, elevators going up to the food court. Uh, please uh, check them out. They will definitely take care of you. All right? They will definitely take care of you. Uh, and Automart Movie was located um, in the uh, in the north side of the mall, in the village wing of the mall. Is Automart Movie on the second floor? So please check these 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 out to help help our school here in San Antonio. Continue to thrive and to and to prosper and, and not not prosper. Continue to thrive and to grow. All right. So please, uh, your help isn't needed. Your, your donations are appreciated uh, for all the things we have going on. Also at the Bowling Oaks Mall, we also have the EO Pure Therapy Event Center. EO Pure Therapy Event Center is on the second floor uh, of Bowling Oaks Mall, in the Sears, the former Sears section of the mall, the far south end of the mall on the second floor. Uh, it's right in front of the race car track derby that's there at the mall. And uh, we hold uh, Israel events there, right? We, uh, we, we've done wet weddings there. We've held high holiday um, uh, um, uh, gatherings there. We invite you to please check out uh, EO Pure Therapy Event Center. And I, I got the sisters' um, cards. There's uh, Dr. Ebony. Um, the sister, Dr. Ebony, also has an office there in uh, the event center where she does uh, she's a holistic doctor. She's a certified holistic doctor um, that can uh, gives free diagnoses for, for your health problems and whatever you have going on. And but also her health products are there for you to check out uh, to get yourself together uh, after getting a, a, an evaluation. All these are available there at the EOP Therapy Event Center. So we invite you to please check it out. Right? We invite you to please check it out. And then every Sunday, we also have Hebrew class. Now, Paleo Hebrew class, every Sunday from 4 p.m. to 6 p.m., again, Central Standard Time. If you want to come and learn ancient Hebrew, come check us out, all right? Come check us out at the EO Pure Therapy Event Center. Now, to keep your EO Pure Therapy Event Center going and running, we invite you to please check out 
EO Pure Therapy, um, EO Pure Therapy, EO Pure Therapy. As I pull, pull their stuff up right here. EO Pure Therapy specializes in skincare products. For men, women, children, they specialize in skincare products. And they have custom handmade bath bombs, custom handmade um, uh, uh, soaps, custom handmade lotions, custom handmade candles. You definitely want to check out EO, EO, EO Pure Therapy uh, for any of your skincare needs. Again, for men, women, and children, they got you covered. And one thing they also specialize in, specialize in with their custom-made bath bombs is that you can get bath bombs infused with CBD oil, all right, to, 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 to help the healing factor, help you out even more. You can get um, bath bombs infused with CBD oil. They also um, have CB, CBD uh, creams, gummies, tinctures, and roll-ons to go along with all the rest of their skincare products. So we invite you to please check out EO Pure Therapy, which is located on the first floor of the mall in the JCPenney wing of the mall, which is directly diagonal from the H&M clothing store there at Rolling Oaks Mall. Uh, we invite you to please go check out Kwadashaya. Uh, go check out the Brother Gabar, uh, Gabar Kawa, uh, while they're still there. And let design for you uh, a custom fragrance that's fit and, and to meet your profile. It can be specialized just for you. All right, so we invite you to please check out EO Pure Therapy um, there at Rolling Oaks Mall uh, to help, help, help keep, keep things going, all right, to help keep things going. And uh, last, and, and I guess least, uh, we have the ISBHBK Bible Talk uh, podcast donations, all right? Uh, ISBHBK Bible Talk uh, is a podcast that we do produce uh, every Monday through Thursday from uh, 10 a.m. to 12, 12, uh, 12.30 some, um, most, most, most days, uh, Monday through Thursday, um, here at www.blogstartradio.com. Uh, you can listen to us live by either calling in at area code 646-668-2568, or if you want to get on the live chat, we have a live chat room uh, when the classes are going on. Uh, that if you, again, go to www.blogstartradio.com. Uh, uh, go to the search box, type in Mashaba, M-A-S-H-A-H-B-A, and that will bring you to our episode page. And when you, you pull the episode page up, you'll see uh, On Air Live Now and Live Chat, to where you'll be able to do the live chat with us by going through the website browser. All right, again, that's Monday through Thursday from 10 a.m. to uh, 12, uh, 12 noon, sometimes 12.30, depending on you know, how, how things go. We invite you to please check us out. And then also on Friday nights, we have uh, Friday Night Bible Breakdowns with your brother, Bonabad. Um, every Friday night, starting um, anywhere between 7 p.m. and 8 p.m., uh, going to about nine, uh, another two-hour class from uh, 9 p.m. to uh, uh, 10 p.m. Again, that's every Friday night, uh, Friday Night Bible Breakdowns with your brother, Bonabad. We invite you to please check that out. If you'd like to help support the ISBHBK Bible Talk podcast, I am accepting donations on Cash App at Mashaba, at Cash App at Mashaba, and on Google Wallet um, at mashaba575 at gmail.com. If you'd like to help us uh, keep the uh, ISPHBK Bible Talk podcast uh, and then give the donations, that's one way to, uh, to help us out. It really is deeply appreciated. All right? So with that, brothers and sisters, one thing I'd like to do on, on my classes, and you're going to hear, hear me, for those who might be new to uh, what we have going on, every uh, Monday through Mondays and Wednesdays, uh, I've been going over my classes and going over my podcast every Monday 
and Wednesday uh, is, is my podcast. And every Tuesday and Thursday, like Tuesday is the brother Tazapah. If you haven't met Tazapah, he's one hell of a brother. He's everybody's brother, friend, uncle, coach, uh, that guy. He really, he really is a, a great brother. It's, it's my pleasure to, to have the most I uh, meet brothers like him and his family. Um, they really are great. But he does a, a, a podcast every Tuesday called Tazapah Tuesdays. And what he generally does is for the first hour, he'll go over current events, that things that are happening in the news um, uh, today, and he'll match them with prophecies and with scriptures in the Bible to help us, you know, keep grasp of uh, what time we're living in, you know, Romans chapter 13, verse 11, and that knowing the time, that now it's high time to wake out of sleep, that we got to know what time it is, brothers and sisters. So every Tuesday, the brother Tons of Power does Tons of Power Tuesdays. Again, we invite you to please check that out every Tuesday starting at 10 a.m., right? Then he comes back on Thursdays. On Thursdays, the brothers does um, FYI, for your information, every Thursday. And what that's covering is, is for your information, as the title, as the title tells you, that um, as he gets different questions throughout the week or throughout the month um, and re- goes and does the research so that we might be able to prove all things uh, from the Scriptures, um, he, he takes that time to dedicate that two-hour two time block to answering questions that people might have that, 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 that are filled to him um, throughout the week and throughout the month, and where he can go ahead and ask these questions in, in depth, thoroughly, and clear. And that, again, brothers and sisters, that's every Thursday. So we invite you to please uh, check out these services that, that we do provide, okay? But one thing I like to do with my classes is uh, I've got, I compile a prayer list uh, for brothers and sisters uh, uh, who just need some extra prayer for things that might be going on. Um, and remembrance that Proverbs chapter 15, verse 29, says that the Lord is far from the wicked, but that he heareth the prayer of the righteous. All right? That it's good for sending prayers up for those that are striving to be righteous, um, that he hears the prayer of the righteous. Uh, in James chapter 5, verse 16, uh, it, it reminds us and tells us to confess our faults one to another and pray one for another that she may be healed, and that part right there, and pray for one, pray one for another that she may be healed. The effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. Again, the prayers of the righteous, the prayers of the righteous, we want to keep these, keep these going, that they do avail much. And the most I hear is the prayer of the righteous. And then um, uh, uh, our elder uh, Peter, in First Peter, chapter 3, verse 12, uh, reminds us, says, for the eyes of the Lord are over the righteous, and his ears are open unto their prayers. But the face of the Lord is against them that do evil. So as, as we're striving and we're learning how to do more righteousness and, and do right by God and do, do things right in his eyes, what he considers to be right, that we're supposed to be praying for one for another. So every Monday, if you, uh, Mondays and Wednesdays, uh, um, I like to uh, go over these prayers. Uh, for those that might be sick, if you'd like to have a name added to the prayer prayer list, uh, please contact me at my phone number, 210-784-8463. Please text me. Uh, let me know whatever names that you might want to have added to the, uh, the prayer list so that they might receive extra prayer uh, as everybody uh, puts their prayers together. All right? So uh, the Most High, in the name of Christ, please listen to us now, right now. Please send Michael and the Holy Angels to watch over to bless, to heal, to protect, to strengthen, to help, to guide, 
And please take away all evil, all evil people, all evil spirits, and all sicknesses, all guile, and all malice from uh, the brother Sahawam and his wife, Waridaya, um, uh, for the brother John Spann, for the sister, Miss, Miss Catherine, otherwise known as Ma Dukes, uh, Tazapah's mother. Um, uh, continue prayers going on for Becky and Darrow. Uh, prayers going on for the entire Lovett family, uh, all my in-laws, you know, from my mother-in-law, uh, father-in-law, uh, brother-in-law, sister-in-law, and all my nieces and nephews, uh, in-laws, what have you. The entire Lovett family. Uh, and for the entire Coates family, you know, the brother Gabarkawal's family, uh, we, we lift them up in prayer, Father, uh, as well as the brother Kazakia and his family, as well as Shawashana. Uh For the sister Anagashia, uh, for, for the brother Thawam, uh, Mayam in Houston, for the brother Thawam here in, in San Antonio, Thawam uh, of West Beverly, for the sister Ayana, the wife of brother Awana Ayer, uh, Ayana uh, Banath Banyamian, uh, for special needs children, Father, uh, for the sister Cece, uh, the daughter of Tazapan Arakaya, for Isa Lee, the daughter of uh, Gabarkawa and um, Anagasha, and for uh, Aliyah, the daughter of uh, the brother Banabad and his wife Kwadashaya. For the brother Tazapa and uh, his entire family, including Rapa. For the brother Kwadash Gabar. Uh, for the brother Yanawathan. For the brother Sham Kwadash. Uh, for the brother Gabar Gad out there in Florida. Uh, for Sham Kwadash's wife, uh, Mariah. Uh, for Ruthie Mae Johnson, the mother in law for. Brother Gabar out there in Florida. Uh, for the sister Kwadashaya, uh, the wife of Brother Manabad. Uh, for the sister Pat Washington, yeah, the mother of Brother LV. For uh, Sean Stark, uh, we ask you, Father. And for Sylvia Khan, Father. And we also, uh, uh, Father, and ask you to please watch over uh, and, and, and help uh, the son of Gabarkawa, uh, Shapar, Father, we ask you all these things in the name of, of our Lord and Savior, your Son. Um, praise always. Thank you always. Bahashami Hamashai. Aman. In the name of Christ, thank you. Aman. All right, brothers and sisters. So now we got all those out the way, which is, which is a good thing, which is a very good thing. All right. So let's go here. Last... There's been a lot going on. Last Wednesday, last Wednesday, brothers and sisters, I was going over um, uh, with the assistant of my brother, uh, Gabarkawa. We're, we're doing a series right now, uh, which is covering uh, denying Christ, all right, to deny Christ. And uh, this is our 15th part of this series. And one thing, um, let, me, let me just get this out of the way also. And let me try to explain on my talk as I get in this class. My name is Mashaba, all right? Uh, when I came to the school 30 years ago um, and trying to get my Hebrew name, I wanted to get a, I wanted to get a Hebrew name. Um, I was at the school in New York when there was only one school, and that was the school that was in New York, one West on 25th Street. Um, matter of fact, and at that time, it was still known as the Israeli School of Universal Practical Knowledge. Uh, with, with the seven elders, Masha, uh, Masha Ariya, Yaikwad, Lahab, Yishai, Shar, and Kazak. 
Now, this is like 1989. I was, I was still in the Navy also. But I, I was up there, and it was right before the Passover, and I was speaking to this brother. His name is uh, Gad, Brother Gad. Um, and we were just trying to find a Hebrew name for myself. So he suggested several, but they just weren't like, like this didn't hit me quite right. And he took my first name uh, uh, that my parents gave me, uh, which is Christopher, uh, meaning a, a follower of Christ, and Moore, uh, Morris, which means, uh, it, it can mean dark. It can be dark or, or, or warrior, like, like a, a maroon or, or the, uh, the Moors of, uh, uh, of, of Europe. So we kind of started playing with those two names right there, and the name that, that came out was Mashaba. Um, and there was already a brother in the school whose name was Masha, all right? And that happened to be the elder, uh, Masha. It says, I was coming with the second one with that name. Uh, it wouldn't be like a junior, but it would be the second, all right? So uh, my name is Mashaba. I, I, I like the name Mashaba, I really do. And what the name Mashaba means is to draw out. All right, um, it, it's, it's after the brother Moses. All right, it's, how, it's where you say Moses in the Paleo Hebrew. Um, it would be Masha. Well, I'm not. I am not Moses. All right, <laughs> I am not Moses. It, it was. It was uh, in reference to uh, my first, my given name for my parents and my last name of my father. Um, a, a combination of those two that it came out and uh, with Masha, Mashaba. Uh, but I wanted to sound like I've been speaking Hebrew forever. Uh, I, I thought Mashabah sounded a little bit too elementary. It sounded a little bit too like, like I'm trying to still learn my language. So I just told everybody, no, my name is Mashaba. Like it's something I've been saying forever. This is my natural given name. I wanted to sound like it was coming natural out of my mouth and out of the mouth of everybody else. So Mashaba, all right, which means to draw out like how Moses was drawn out of the, of, the, of the water, I draw things out, all right? That's why we're on part 15 of this uh, To Deny Christ, <laughs> of this to, to Deny Christ series that we're doing. And if you go back to uh, ISBHBK uh, 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 Bible Talk on Blog Talk Radio, on iHeartRadio uh, podcast, on iTunes, uh, Apple iTunes podcast, on Google Podcasts or Podcast Addict, you'll see that many of my shows are, are series, right? that they're series, that we're going to draw it out, that we're going to draw things out. We're going we're gonna to really kind of get up in there. Right? We're going to really kind of get up in there. So in being true to my name, all right, and, 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 <laughs> and being true to my name, we're here, brothers and sisters, at part 15 of To Deny Christ. So on, on Wednesday, uh, which was part 14, we're going into what it means to deny Christ, as, and, and doing things the way the heathen do. And I'm still kind of referencing off of that right now um, in this part of the class of what it means to deny Christ. And we have really covered a lot of things where a person can really be denying Christ. And we have a lot more things to cover. Uh, we have a lot more things to cover. And one of them is going to be uh, in denying Christ came in the flesh. We're going to, we're going to, uh, we're going to cover, that's going to be a part of this series that we're dealing with on tonight to deny Christ. But the part of the series we are right now is, if you see it on, on the, uh, uh, if you have to go to the web browser right now, you'll see that the name of the class, let me pull it back up again. 
is to deny Christ, part 15, our daily bread. All right? Now, you might say, well, Mashaba, why would you entitle the class our daily bread, and what's it going to do with us denying Christ? Well, if that question is there, I'm, I'm glad you had that question. On Wednesday, I keep trying to get back to that. On Wednesday, some of the scriptures that we, that, we, that we ended with, I want to go back to several of them and, and, and move it forward from there. I want to go back to Matthew chapter 6, verse 11. And we were examining the Lord's Prayer. We, we were put, 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 uh, doing some study, doing some research on the Lord's Prayer. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on, uh, in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forget our, our debtors. And lead us not to temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Well, in part 13 and part 12, we was going over the Our Father. We, we, we went into that extensively. Who is, God, who is God the Father of? Who did he say he's the Father of? We covered that in, in one of our uh, previous series, uh, uh, chapters that we did. Um, and it brought us to um, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. And we really went into that extensively also in part 13 and part 14. Um, and we was also going over with, with part 14. Before Christ gave us the Lord's Prayer, in Matthew chapter 6, verse 7, he told us, learn not the way of the heathen. Don't, don't do things the way the heathen do by making many prayers uh, and, and repetitions, thinking that they're going to be heard. And we really kind of focused in on that part of don't pray the way the heathen do. And that brought us to um, uh, prayer beads, which brought us to rosary beads, which also uh, wound up covering the, the ways of the heathen, being Christmas, Easter, uh, Thanksgiving, that all those celebrations um, are pagan. They've got nothing to do with Christ. They have nothing to do with the Bible. They have nothing to do with God. Um, but those are actually ancient heathen practices um, that were brought into the Christian church uh, to, to, to help with recruiting, all right? But it had nothing to do with the Bible. It had nothing to do with Jesus Christ. It had nothing to do with God. So we're kind of taking that path and looking at those things. Uh, and now we're getting, in Matthew chapter 6, verse 11, and this is what it reads. It says, give us this day our daily bread. And I hope that transition was kind of smooth that I just made right there, that as we investigated the heathen, the, th- the, the things that the heathen do, and Christ is telling us not to do those things and not to think the way the heathen do, like in Matthew chapter 6, verse 32. Um, and, we, and we're going to get back to that from Matthew chapter 6, verse 32. We're coming back up to Matthew chapter 6, verse 11, when Christ told us when we pray, give us this day our daily bread. Why did Christ stress or tell us only pray for our daily bread? So this this is the last thing we were covering on Wednesday. So I want to pick it from there. We're going to move forward, all right? Uh, One of the last scriptures we did cover on on, uh, this uh, past Wednesday was Proverbs chapter 30, verses 7 through 9. Proverbs chapter 30, verses 7 through 9. I'm going to go ahead and read that now. Proverbs chapter 30, verse 7 says, uh, Two things have I required of thee. Deny me not them before I die. Now, this is uh, 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 what was in the, in, in the book of Proverbs, uh, which was uh, uh, attributed to, uh, to King Solomon, being one of the 
wisest and richest king that the nation of Israel ever had, that this is one of the things he said, right, um, of the many Proverbs that he wrote. Two things, Proverbs chapter 30, verse 7, two things have I required of thee. Deny me not them before I die. Verse 8. So one of the things that, that Solomon said when he was young, younger, obviously, that he prayed to the Most High for. Verse 8. Remove far from me vanity and lies. So, so Solomon said, please take away from me vanity and lies. Like the ways of the heathen, the, the, the way they worship their gods, Father, please take that away from me. Get, get that away from me. And he says, and then he says, give me neither poverty nor riches. That's curious. Give me neither poverty nor riches. Then he goes on to say, feed me with food convenient for me. Like, don't give me poverty, but also give me riches. Feed me with food that's convenient for me. Verse 9. Lest I be full and deny thee. He says, so don't give me riches. Don't give me an overabundance. And we see what happened with Solomon. In getting the riches and the overabundance he had, we see what happened to him. He, 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 he lost his mind. All right? He lost his mind. But that was something that has happened in the history of us as Israelites. Getting an abundance, we deny Christ. We deny the Most High. And getting too much, we, we really lose our minds. So, in, again, Proverbs chapter 30, verse 9, it says, Lest I be full and deny thee and say, Who is the Lord? Or, Lest I be poor and steal and take the name of my God in vain. So, to have too much, we'll get to the point where we will deny Christ. We'll deny the Most High. He says, If I be poor, then... We'll be led to steal and to take the name of the Lord in vain. That now we're going to take matters in our own hands. As opposed to not being like patient and waiting for the Lord to come, because he, he said he knows what we have need of before we ask. And one thing we started to touch on just a little bit in, in the conversation me and uh, Brother Gabar was having even after the class, is that if we look at the, at, at the Lord's Prayer, brothers and sisters, one thing that was striking to me, that really stood out. I'm, I'm, I just want to take this time to share. Um, and I'm going to say I'm, I'm the only one who knows the Bible and knows the truth. I just want to share this, this point of view that, that really stood out to me in, in this round of studying I was doing. Did you notice that in the Lord's Prayer it says, give us this day our daily bread. But the very next line says, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Now, I still want to concentrate on the part where it says, you know, our daily bread. But you notice that in requesting for the Most High to give us our daily bread, we're also supposed to be saying, and now please forgive us our debts as we forgive our, our debtors. That, that to me, it was just curious, like, the, the structure of how we put things, that if we're going to ask that we acknowledge the Father, he's in heaven, we're praying for his kingdom, his will to be done on earth like it is in heaven, we're asking to give us our daily bread, but then the statement is, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. If we're not getting our daily bread, are we forgiving others the way we want the most out to forgive us? 
And that was something I really just kind of struck out, really stuck out in, in my mind, and that, that I really kind of wanted to share. That just like what, and I am putting these two concepts together, just like here in Proverbs chapter thirty, and verse nine, Solomon told us, "Lest I be full and deny thee, and say, Who is the Lord? Or lest I be poor and steal, and take the name of of my God in vain." That taking the name of God in vain is if I'm poor because I'm not getting the daily bread. Now I'm going to steal. I'm going to take matters in my own hands. I'm, I'm going to go after what I want. I'm going to get what I want. I'm going to take matters in my own hands. And when we do that, whether I got to, by any means necessary, I'm going to get what I want. Now, I'm not going to use patience. I'm not going to wait for the Father. I'm going to get what I want. I'm going to satisfy what I want. Not realizing it's in those times we're denying the most high also. That we're taking the name of the Lord, my God, in vain. That we don't think God's going to save us. Or God's taking too long. Or something drastic. I, I just want to say it like that. That now we're going to take some real drastic means, some real desperate means, and now I'm going to save myself. And if we do that, brothers and sisters, again, then why does he have to? And why don't we think about if our needs, our daily needs are not being met, are we really forgiving others the way we want the most out to forgive us? Just to throw that out there, because we're going to kind of get into this concept a little bit more. But now, coming back and dealing with, uh, that, that's food for thought. Well, I just want to, that's just some food for thought. And coming back now and looking at our, dealing with our daily bread, that one of the things that, that, that's in our past uh, from the time of Solomon is Solomon making this prayer right here. Give me food that's convenient for me, lest I be full, and deny thee, and say, who is the Lord? Or lest I be poor and still, and take the name of the Lord my God in vain. This, this thing about lest I be full and deny thee, brothers and sisters, that we cannot be blind to the history of the Israelites. We cannot be blind to our own history. That this is a very true statement that's being made that we have, as Israelites, that we were committing on the regular from the days we came out of Egypt all the way up until we finally got kicked out of the promised land in 70 AD and everywhere in between. That we as Israelites, we get full and we forget God. We get full, and we actually get to the point where we start to deny God. To help me back up that point that I just said, uh, let's go to the book of Hosea. Let's go to the book of Hosea, chapter 4, and we're going to read verses 6 through 7. Uh, I'm going to the book of Hosea, chapter 4, uh, and we're going to read verses 6 through 7. Now, a lot of people, especially being Israelites, we're familiar with this scripture right here, right? Hosea, chapter 4, verse 6. We're very familiar with it, but... Let's, uh, let's get, we're going to continue reading and get into verse 7 now. So it says, my people, Hosea chapter 4, verse 6, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. And, we all, you know, that um, when we go over the scripture, um, that usually we, we, go, we reference Hosea chapter 4, verse 1, same chapter, but verse 1, that the knowledge that we're destroyed for is the knowledge of God. We really don't know how God does things. 
We really don't understand and know how God puts things together or how to get God on our side, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. So Hosea chapter 4 verse 6 is telling us, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. We lack how, we don't know how to please God, the God of the Bible. We don't know how to please the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. We don't know. We know how to please the Baptist God of the Baptist church. Go get baptized. We know how to please the Presbyterian God. Go do whatever Presbyterians do. We know how to please the God of, of the Catholics, the Catholic God. Go do what the Catholic God has you do. Uh, it's the rosary beads, you're praying to saints instead of him, um, uh, praying to Jesus' mother instead of to Christ. That's how you know how to please and be please the God of the Catholics. If, if it's politics, the, the, the God of the power of politics, you know how to go ahead and get your, make your vote count, uh, uh, register to vote, and get everybody else to vote. And by voting, we're going to appease the God of politics, and we're going to affect change by doing what pleases the God of politics. Um, if it's the, the God of uh, education, we know how to, we had to, had to knuckle down to get our degrees, to get our, our certificates, to get our certifications, uh, to go to college, to get more degrees or what have you. We know what sacrifices need to be made to appease the God of education in order to, to uh, receive from him. We know how to please that God, all right, that power, that energy that's going to save us, that's going to help us from whatever we have going on. That, uh, in, in that, that education, uh, God, we might have become uh, Greeks, might have to join a fraternity, might have to join a, a sorority to where now this is how we're going to make it, and this is what's going to save us. And now these are the sacrifices and the offerings that we had to offer up um, and whatever it is we're doing to appease that God. Then we know about the God of money. Um, I want to join the Masons. I'm going to join a union. I'm going to... Uh, uh, I'm going to get deeply involved with uh, financial matters and, and business, and I know what it takes, what offerings I got to make, and what sacrifices I got to make in order to appease the God of business or the God of money. We, we, we're, we're familiar with that, but the knowledge we're destroyed for is the knowledge of the God of the Bible. We don't know. Remember the, the root word of the word knowledge is no. We don't know the God of the Bible. We know the gods of religion, but we don't know the God of the Bible. Right? We don't have his knowledge. And it says, because, they have, because thou hast rejected knowledge. Then it says, the Lord, this is what the Lord is saying about his people, the 12 tribes of the nation of Israel. Right? This is about Negroes, West Indians, Puerto Ricans, Haitians, Dominicans, Cubans, North American Indians, Seminole Indians, Argentinians, Chileans, Brazilians, Colombians, Panamanians, and so-called Mexicans here in the, in the northern hemisphere, all right? We know Israel's been scattered to the four corners, but this is what God is saying about us, the children of Israel, his people. And mind you, this was said to us um, right before the Assyrian captivity. Right, right before the Assyrian captivity, this is what God was saying, saying about his people. Now, what's ironic about that, the reason I said before the Assyrian captivity, this means this was while we as Israelites were still in the promised land. We were still enjoying the 100% the organic, non-hybrid, non-GMO foods of the promised land. We were still enjoying um, uh, fertile land. Our crops 
our herds, um, uh, was eating the grass and the cud. Uh, our vineyards and our plantations was, 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 was booming, was prosperous, and we were still in the promised land. We were speaking Hebrew, wearing our garments. The, 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 the gold coins or the silver coins that, that we were using had images of, of our faces on the money, right? on actual real resources, real gold, real silver, uh, real copper, real brass, real tangible things. Not this paper composite money uh, that's used here in, in, in the world today. That while we were still in the promised land, knowing what tribe we belonged to, knowing our language, knowing our land, eating the food that we grew up with, that was still said about us that we're destroyed for lack of knowledge. And that because thou hast rejected knowledge, that when, when the prophets and the servants of God were trying to give us the knowledge of God, we as Israelites kept rejecting it. We as Israelites kept rejecting somebody to give us the knowledge of the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob, what he really wanted. Brothers and sisters, that was why we were in the promised land. Now imagine how much more destroyed for lack of knowledge we are now having been kicked out of the promised land if you were one of the northern tribes, and we say northern tribes, we're talking about the, the tribes who came over during the time of the Assyrian captivity, which would basically be um, uh, Judah, Benjamin, Levi, which would be uh, Dominicans. Uh, my mind's going crazy. Uh, so about the, the native, let me say it like this. The northern tribes would be who your natives so-called natives of the Americas are today. That's why we say those of Negroid uh, and uh, Native American descent here in, in the Americas, you are descendants of the 12 tribes of Israel. That, that the natives, the, the aboriginals, the first peoples of the Americas, that this was not your first homeland. Your first homeland was over there in Israel. Right? And, and there's too many records and histories and archaeology um, uh, to prove that the first people seen in the Americas, they were Israelites, all right? There's too many records, and it's, it's a whole lot of proof, proving that they are the 10 tribes of the nation of Israel. And again, you go to uh, our, our, uh, our library, for those who might be know, please go to our library at, at uh, ISBHBK Bible Talk um, uh, at www.blogtalk, and go do this, check out the series that the brother Tazapar and the brother Bayasapar have put together covering that extensively. And obviously you can check it out on uh, YouTube uh, with the brother uh, Kazaki ISBHBK, uh, Norfolk ISBHBK Houston. They've covered those topics explicitly, all right, uh, of proving that the, the first so-called natives of the Americas are in fact and indeed uh, the descendants of the 12 tribes of the nation of Israel. So for, for us to be in the promised land, I, what I was saying was, now imagine that from 722 B.C., 722 years before Christ, that was when the, the, the diaspora or the scattering of the, 12 tri of the 10 tribes out of the northern kingdom first took place and come over to the Americas, 722 years before Jesus Christ came on the scene is when the northern tribes first came over to the Americas and came to settle here in the Americas. 
Then 70 AD is when the three tribes that were remaining, for the most part, Judah, Benjamin, and Levi, the southern kingdom of, of Israel, um, kicked out of the promised land in 70 AD. And then approximately 1,500 years later, about 1619, um, uh, with the start of the transatlantic slave trade, not with the start of the transatlantic slave trade. So the last time we as Israelites were uh, in, in our homeland was either 722 B.C., 700, seven centuries before Christ, or 70 A.D., 70 years after the birth of Christ, is when the last time we as a people, as a nation, have seen and been in our homeland as Israelites, speaking our language, eating our food, without the presence of the Gentiles. So how much more destroyed are, would we be now of not really knowing our God? We're just coming back knowing, uh, learning our nationality. We're coming back and learning our nationality and, and our high holy days. And we're selling somewhere a dress code. And that's about as far as it goes. Coming at this time now. So, for it to say, my people are destroyed for the lack of knowledge. Because thou hast rejected knowledge, I will also reject thee. And yes, while we were in the promised land, we as Israelites, we did reject God. We reject wanting to do things his way. We didn't want to learn and know our God. So when we rejected him, he rejected us. All right? And then it goes on to say, that thou shalt be no priest to me, seeing thou hast forgotten the law of thy God. I will also forget thy children. And we've definitely been suffering the effects of that. That goes without saying. All right? That, that the, the things that happen to our children and the generations of us goes without saying. All right? Because we keep forgetting the laws of God. We keep rejecting how God does things. We keep rejecting get, how to get to know God. The God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. So, verse 7 now. Hosea chapter 4, verse 7. As they were increased, so they sinned against me. Therefore, will I change their glory into shame. The more we as Israelites increased, the more riches we got. And remember, I'm, I'm coming off of Christ telling us in the Lord's Prayer to remember what we're saying. Give us this day our daily bread that the more we were increased, the more we sinned against the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. The more we sinned against him. So for Christ to tell us, man, to remember, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth like it is in heaven, no problem. Now, please just give us our daily bread, just daily. Listen, if we get too full, we're going to deny thee. Or we get poor, we're going to start stealing. Because it's in our history that the more we increase, the more we sin against our God. The more we sin against God. This is in the history of us as Israelites. From there, just to help back that up a little bit more. Let's go to the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 32. Let's go to the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 32. Let me pull up here on my, on my computer. Deuteronomy, chapter 32. 
and my Bible app, Deuteronomy chapter 32. And let me check this. Let me see. Do I have anything in the chats? All right, cool. Now, and nobody's uh, hit me up in the chat room either. Nobody's hit me up in the chat room. All right, cool. So now I'm going to the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 32. I got to toggle back and forth right now. And verse 14. All right, Deuteronomy chapter 32 and verse 14. And this is what it reads. Um, who? Do I want to start there? I'm going to start at verse 8. All right, I'm going to read verse 8. Right, i got to read verse 8, then we're going to jump. So I'm in the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 32, and verse 8. And this is, what it, this is what it reads. When the Most High divided to the nations their inheritance, meaning when God did divide the nations, God never had this plan for all people to live all together as one in, in, in perfect harmony. That was never his intention. When, when the Most High divided to the nations their inheritance, Meaning, for example, if I can give an example, he gave the land of China to the Chinese. And in doing so, he gave the Chinese man the Chinese woman so that they might have the Chinese culture, that that would be their inheritance, that the Chinese man would get with the Chinese woman, they would have kids in their land and continue in their inheritance. That was separated for them. The people of Japan um, were given the same similar inheritance. They were given their land so that the Japanese man and Japanese woman with their children, they could do their culture in the land of Japan. In the land of, uh, of India, um, he gave the people of India, the, the land of India, so that the Indian man might have the Indian woman, they had Indian children, and they could have their land. And there would be no need for them to go into the Japanese people and their land because the, the Indians have theirs. The Chinese have theirs. The, the Japanese have theirs. Uh, the people of, of Egypt, he gave them the land of Egypt, and he gave the Egyptian man, the Egyptian woman, so they can have Egyptian kids, so that they might be able to do their culture in the land of Egypt. Then he gave the Ethiopians, Ethiopian man, and Ethiopian woman, and Ethiopian children, the land of Ethiopia. That was their inheritance, that they would continue to pass down through their generations and through their people. So in Deuteronomy chapter 32, verse 8, when the Most High divided to the nations their inheritance, their culture, their land, their peoples, not no uh, cross intermixing, intermingling, maybe in business, but no. Everybody's going to be in their land and prospering and doing what they're doing in their land. Reading on. When he separated the sons of Adam, yeah, one of the arguments that people like, like to put up is, we all come from Adam. Yeah, because of Noah, yes, we do all come from Adam. Because of Noah, we all come from Adam. Because after the flood, we know that Noah's three sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth, that the earth was repopulated through their through those those three branches of humanity, Shemitic, Japhetic, or Hamitic, all right? Or, or as so-called science today would say, 
so-called negroid, mongoloid, or caucasoid. All right, so we got that. We got that. But God, when he separated the sons of Adam, he set the balance of the people according to the number of the children of Israel. Verse 9, for the Lord's portion is his people. That as God gave everybody their inheritance, the part the Lord kept for himself, his portion is his people. This is what he claimed for himself, that he was going to be the inheritance of his people, that his people would inherit him. Jacob is the lot of his inheritance. Of all the nations, the, 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 the people that was going to inherit the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the creator of the universe, the people that were going to create that was going to inherit him is Jacob. Jacob being the forefather of the 12 tribes of the children of Israel, which became the nation of Israel, that the Lord God, the creator of heaven and earth, set himself up to be what the children of Israel would inherit. We would inherit him as well as the promised land. All right, reading on, verse, uh, verse 10. It says, he found him in a desert land. This is, it is briefly, of, in the briefest of, briefest of moments, referring to Abraham. When Abraham was in the land of, of Ur of the Chaldees, and the Lord brought him from there and brought him out from there. So he said, he found him in a desert land and in, in the waste howling uh, wilderness. He led him about. He instructed him. He kept him as the apple of his eye. So going from Abraham down to Isaac and down to Jacob, the 12 tribes, we were in the promised land, but we were kept as the apple of the Lord's eye, even while we were in Egypt. All right? Verse 11. As an eagle stirs up her nest, flutters, her, her, flutters over her young, spreads abroad her wings, takes them, bears them on her, on her wings. Yeah, we can look at, at a mother eagle, what she does for her, her baby eagles, right? Verse 12 says, so the Lord alone did lead him, and there was no strange God with him. That when the Lord brought us out of Egypt, he did it the same way a mother eagle would, would guide her, her, her baby eagles or baby chicks. I don't know what they call them, but that's what, that is in reference to how the Lord brought the children of Israel out of the land of Egypt, all right, in that same similar fashion. He cared for us. He fed us. He took care of us. You see that, 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 that mother eagle? She'll go and make the kill, and she'll bring the food back to her, her, uh, her young in the nest and literally feed them from her mouth. This is a metaphor or reference to how the Lord God was taking care of the children of Israel and that there was no strange God with us. No other God was there guiding or counseling the Lord God um, of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob on how to take care of his people, what to do for his people, or, or restricting him about how much he could help his people. There was no strange God there with him. Verse 13. He made him ride on the high places of the earth. So the Lord God made the Israelites to ride on the high places of the earth, being the promised land. That, that, and we've, we've covered that in a series, brothers and sisters, um, the promised land. Uh, the land of milk and honey is a series that, 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 that I, I covered. If you want to go and check that out. Cool. We, we're going to tap into that just a little bit right here. It says, again, Deuteronomy chapter 32, verse 13. 
He made him ride on the high places of the earth, that he might at uh, might eat of the increase of the fields. And he made him to suck honey out of the rock and oil out of the flinty rock. That, again, in reference to how, how well the Lord God was, was taking care of us as Israelites coming out of Egypt and bringing us to the promised land, that we went from being poor in, in, in Egypt to being the richest nation on the planet Earth coming out of Egypt, going through the wilderness, and now possessing the promised land. Verse 14. Butter of kine and milk of sheep with fat of lambs and the rams of the breed of Bashan and goats with the fat of kidneys of wheat. And thou didst drink the pure blood of the grape. So this is Deuteronomy chapter 32, verse 14, right? And it's given the briefest of lists of what was given to us as Israelites and inhabiting the promised land. How much we were increased. How great we were. Now, and just to get, uh, hopefully, an example, if I can paint this out, of what type of increase we had. In Deuteronomy chapter 32, verse 14, and I'm reading this from the, uh, the John Gill Exposition of the Holy Bible. All right, the John Gill Exposition of the Holy Bible. And yes, when I sit in my classes, I, I will use references of, 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 of scholars who've had a lot more time and had, had a lot more uh, access to archaeology, to history, uh, to records that we've not been exposed to, right? Who made it their lives <coughs> to compile and gather this information that they weren't having to work two or three jobs and then uh, come home, take care of the family, and then for an hour or two put some studying in that somehow that made them a scholar? No. Their jobs was to study. All right? And this is who John Gill was. All right? You can Google him, do some research on who this guy was. So now, in the research that he compiled when it talks about the butter of kind, this is what he says, all right, from Deuteronomy chapter 32, verse 14, butter of kind. It says, made of milk, which kind or cows give. So it's uh, milk, which cows give. Listen, now I know today that might sound like, no, I'm lactose intolerant. Um, uh, uh, I'm going to get the bubble guts. Understand, brother, sister, when we, were, when we were in the promised land, we didn't have no damn pasteurization of milk that kills all the good bacteria, all the good enzymes, that, that kills the milk with pasteurization. Being in the land of Israel, the promised land, the, the, the grass and the vegetation that cows ate where they would chew the cud, and I've covered that so much in, in, in the series about the land of milk and honey. Is, we've covered it. Basically, a cow's stomach and a cow's digestive system is so perfectly made that when cows... And, 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 and bovine, bovine animals, when they chew grass like what they're supposed to, their digestive system is, is so perfect, it extracts the nutrients out of grass even better than the best juicer 
you might get on the market today. With having two stomachs and chewing the cud, the nutrient-dense diet of the, of the cows or bovine animals would have been so nutrient-packed that there was no way to become lactose intolerant. Remember, it was called the land of milk and honey. Someone says butter of kind. I mean, this butter was made of milk, uh, which kind or cows give. Jarichi, uh, Jarchi says this is the fat that is gathered on the top of the milk. You know, everybody knows cream rise to the top. The cream would rise to the top of these, from these cows that were eating the most fertile, <coughs> nutrient-packed grass vegetation on the planet Earth. That their milk, the cream would rise to the top where we make our butter from. Read on. It says, this is, is that fat that is gathered on the top of milk. He means cream, and which indeed was the butter of the ancients, and is here meant. That butter there, there was no high cholesterol. We weren't dealing with, with, with having to cut butter and, and dairy products out of, out of, your, out of your meals because uh, it's making you sick. No, no. And I've covered this in, in series, brothers and sisters, that up until like the late 1800s, all people drank was, was milk from cows that chewed the cud. Hippocrates, the history of, of uh, the, the father of modern uh, medicine, one of the main prescriptions that doctors used to give was milk that comes from cows. That was medicine. It was understood you're lacking some nutrients. You're, you're lacking some minerals. You're lacking some vitamins. You need to just drink cow's milk, and it would heal you, especially cows that not, not cows that were eating hay, like what happens here in America today, or cows that are eating a mixture of hay and pellets and, and sometimes even each other. Um, no, we're talking about pasture-raised, grass-fed cows. Cattle, bovine. All right, this is what we had access to. As as there's this movement, which you know I understand it. There's this movement that we need to buy land, and we need to uh, uh, we need to go and buy some land and grow our own food and grow our own crops. Do you realize that we already had this in the promised land? And then for what we already had, even here in the Americas, all the freedom towns. That were, that were put together by, by, by slaves, but we were growing our own food, had our own crops, had our own stores, our own banks, our, our, our own businesses, our own industries. They got either burnt to the ground, man-made makes, man-made lakes uh, made over them. We already had these things, even here in America. But mind you, I want to keep us in, 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 in lieu of or, or, or not forgetful of the more we increased, the more we denied Christ. The more we denied God, again, from Hosea chapter 4, verse 7. 
So coming back to Deuteronomy chapter 13, verse 14, when it says, and milk of sheep, that's what it says in the scripture. Now we're going to read the commentary. It says, the, uh, speaking of sheep, which they gave, though not in such plenty as the kind. So the, the bovine animals, uh, the sheep, the buffalo, uh, a moose, deer, we, we wouldn't get as much milk, or they would produce a lot more milk than what the sheep would produce. But listen to this, which they give, though not in much plenty as the kind. Yet what is very wholesome and nourishing. The, the philosopher observes that sheep give more milk in proportion to the size of their bodies than cows. And Pilney says their milk is sweeter and more nourishing and the, the butter made of it is the fattest coming from sheep. This is what the Lord God gave us. This is what we had access to. Where, where you know, if you kind of think about health is your wealth, make your wealth your health. If we were eating this type of foods, we had no health problems. The nutrient, vitamin, mineral packed goodness of the promised land, we had no health problems. And imagine now for generations, imagine your great-great-grandparents eating this diet. That being transferred down to your grandparents eating the same diet, being all in their DNA and their system. To your parents eating the same diet, it being in their DNA and in their systems, to you. We were healthy. It was almost impossible for us to get sick. Let's read on. When the scripture says, with the fat of lambs, or fat lambs, rich and delicious food. Red meat, y'all, red meat. With all the proteins and the fibers and the omega-3 uh, uh, oils and the vitamin A's, vitamin C's, vitamin D's. Reading on. And when, it, when the Bible says, and rams of the breed of Bashan and goats. Let's get this commentary from, the, from this historian. A fruitful country abounding with pasturage where rams and goats of the best sort were, and the breed of them was coveted and had in the land of uh, and, and had in the land, coveted, and had in the land of Canaan. The kind of Bashan were mentioned elsewhere, like in Psalm chapter 22 and verse 12. I, I, I don't go, I want to continue with this class. It goes on to say, with the fat of kidneys of wheat. You, you, you know, again, ironic, and I've covered this in, when I covered this series. Everything that's mentioned here, dairy products, red meat, that, that, that we eat this, these things today here in America, we get sick. We get the high blood pressure. We get the uh, uh, arthritis. We get the high cholesterol. We get the lactose intolerance. Here, with the fat of the kidneys of wheat, now you've got people who are uh, gluten sensitive. Guess what we did not suffer when we were in the promised land 
from the benefits of the Lord our God. The fat of the kidneys of wheat. What does this mean? That is, the best wheat. The grains were plump and full. And Eben Ezra observes that a grain of wheat has some likeness to a kidney. So see uh, Psalm 81 verse 16. Y'all are free to go check that out. Read it on with the scripture. And the scripture says, and thou didst drink the pure blood of the grape. All right? This is how much we were increased. It says, wine, which comes from the grape, red wine, pure and unmixed. The land of Canaan was a land of vines and abounded with good vine, from Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 8, which the Israelites, when they came into it, drank of in common. There was so much vines, not just grapes. Olives, you name it, if it grows on a vine, it was, it was abundant in Israel that we as Israelites had access to. But red wine, there were so many grape vines and, 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 and vines. We drank wine with everything. That's how abundant it was, and it was pure. Reading on, when they came into when they came into it, drink of it, uh, drink drink of drink of in common. Who had only drink water in the wilderness? Do y'all hear this? Are y'all putting this together? And it makes sense. While we were in the wilderness for that forty years, you're right. All we drank was water. For that forty years, when we came out of Egypt, all we drank was water. When we finally got to the promised land, okay, I'm being joined by my brother, Gabar Kawa. Shalom, 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 shalom. Shalom, sir. Yahweh, Hashem, Yahweh, Shai, Barakatah. Yahweh, Bahasham, Yahweh, Shai, Barakatah. What's going on, my brother, Gabar? What's happening? Yahweh, where is it? What's going on, bro? Um, I believe we were, or or we are in uh, Deuteronomy chapter 32 and um, verse at the end of verse 14. Right, right. I'm, I'm going into the commentary of, of uh, yeah, you've been listening, right? Cool, cool, cool. Uh, but brother, I don't know if you heard this part where, when it says in the scriptures, and thou, and thou didst drink the pure blood of the grape, that when we were in the wilderness, all we drank was water. But when we came into the land of Canaan, the wine which comes from the grape, red wine, pure and unmixed, that the land of Canaan was a land of vines and abounded with good wine. We went from just adding water to the best wine on the planet. And pretty much every, everything that was on a vine, right? Every fruit that grows on a vine, yes. But if we just stick to the grapes, this is stick to grapes, red grapes, Black grapes. That that it was it was so much nutrients nutrient packed, and those grapes were so plump. That was the best wine on the planet. Forget a Hennessy, forget a, uh, uh, a Ciroc. I, I, I'm not even familiar with all, all, all the 
the cognac. The reason I mentioned cognac and brandy is because those are made from grapes also. So what type of drink did we have? Going from nothing but water. I mean, <laughs> to, you know, because water is, is, is supposed to be, you know, healthy for you, right? Because we're like 70%. Water, but to be able to 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 be able to drink, you know, a wine and and that being so pure, um, I guess we didn't have to worry about uh uh what's the 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 disease that you you can get from drinking too much liquor. Um, Cirrhosis of the liver. Yeah. So <laughs> we didn't have to deal with that. Yeah, we didn't have to deal with that. It says, who had only drank water in the wilderness and had but little flesh, and they lived on manna and now abounded with plenty of all good things, all which are observed as instances of divine goodness, and to aggravate their ingratitude in rejecting the Messiah they did enjoying all these good things, the land being alike fertile and affluent. Then as appears from Isaiah chapter 7 verse 14, uh, Jarchi applies this fruitfulness to the times of Solomon as the butter of kind and the kidneys of wheat. When we go to 1 Kings chapter 4 verse 22, and the fat of lambs and the blood of the grape to the times of the ten tribes in Amos chapter six verse four, but this was the constant fertility of the land. I'm gonna read that part again. But this was the constant fertility of the land, and lasted to the times of the Messiah. Now all these may be expressive of the blessings of grace and the spiritual food of the gospel. And he goes on, um, no, I'll keep reading. Ainsworth very uh, 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 prettily remarks that there is both food for babes and for grown persons, butter and milk for the one and meat for the other, and drink for them both. The plain truths of the gospel are like butter, soft and easy to be taken in, to, to be taken in and like milk, easy of digestive, digestion, cooling, nourishing, sweet and pleasant. The more sublime truths of the gospel are meat for strong men, signified by the flesh of uh, fat lambs, rams, and goats, which all being used in sacrifices were typical of Christ. All right, uh, I'll get finished this. Um, as also the, the finest of wheat is an emblem of him uh, the bread of life, on whom the weakest believer lives by faith, and the drink of both the wine, the wine, the blood of the grape, may signify the love of Christ, the gospel, and the truths of it, and the blessings of grace which come through the everlasting covenant. So, that was like a, a breakdown on Deuteronomy chapter thirty-two, verse fourteen. I'm asking Brother Gabar since he's joining us. Could you please read Deuteronomy chapter thirty-two, verse fourteen, one more time, please, sir? God, 
Deuteronomy chapter 32 and verse 14 reads, But of kine and milk of sheep, with fat of lambs, and rams of the breed of Bashan, and goats, with the fat of kidneys of wheat, and thou didst drink the pure blood of the grape. So we were increased. We were increased. Now, remember, brother says what we're referencing on my anchor point uh, in, in in today's class is give us in the prayer, give us today our daily bread. As we read in Proverbs chapter thirty, verse uh, seven, eight, nine, lest I be full and deny thee. Because in Hosea chapter 4 verse 7, Israelites have a history that when we get increased, we forget our God. We reject our God. We sin against our God when we get increased. So now we've covered this. Now we're in Deuteronomy chapter 32 verse 14, reading about when we first came out of Egypt, because that's when we first appeared as a nation, when we came out of Egypt, and once we were, we got possession of the promised land, and were increased to these riches, increased to this good, we sinned against the Lord our God. We got full of ourselves. I'm asking Brother Gabar if he doesn't mind reading verse 15. Con, Deuteronomy chapter 32 and verse 15 reads, But Jeshuron waxed fat and kicked. Thou art waxing fat. Thou art grown thick. Thou art covered with fatness. Then he forsook God, which made him, and lightly esteemed the rock of his salvation. So the brother Gabar just read from the King James uh, Version of Deuteronomy chapter 32, verse 15. I wanted to go ahead and get some other versions. Uh, let me pull this up. I want to get uh, some other versions. I want to read the same verse in some of these other versions. And the reason I want to do this, brothers and sisters, is it's kind of shocking uh, to me and and how some of these other versions bring the same point out. But some of the the, the angles that they take, they try and get a little better understanding about just what it is this verse means. All right? So now I'm going to read from the the A. A-B-P. The A-B-P is the Apostolic Bible Polygot with Strong's Numbers. So the Apostolic Bible Polygot. It's a study Bible. All right? It's a study Bible with uh, Strong's Numbers included. All right? Now this is what this version says. And Jacob ate and was filled up and kicked up the one being loved. He was, he was fattened. He was thickened. He was widened. And he abandoned God, the one making him. And he left from God his deliverer. So as we got increased, as we get increased, we had this habit, Israel. We had this habit that when we are that when we are being loved fattened thickened widened we abandon god we leave our god 
our deliverer. That's one version uh, that, that I want us to read. Another version. The AFV. The AFV is the a faithful version. All right? A faithful version of the same scripture. Now check out check out how it's worded in this script in, in this version. But Jeshurun, which is Jacob, which are the Israelites, but Jeshurun grew fat and kicked. You grew fat, thick, and satisfied. Then he forsook God, who made him, and lightly esteemed the rock of his salvation. So are y'all looking at how, how this is coming together? That when we grow fat, we, we, kick, we grow fat, we get thick, and when we finally get satisfied, what is the history of us as Israelites? To forsake our God. To abandon our God. To leave our deliverer. All right? I want to check out now the American Standard Version for the same verse. The American Standard Version for Deuteronomy chapter 13, verse 15. But Jeshurun waxed fat and kicked. Thou art waxed fat. Thou art grown thick. Thou art become sleek. Sleek is, is we have so much, when you're fat, you have so much oil coming out of you, you can't be grabbed. That's what he's referring to. We become sleek. That I'm just, I'm, I'm shining. I, I, I got so much grease coming out of me, fat coming out of me, you can't grab me. I'm sleek. Read on. Then he forsook God who made him and lightly esteemed the rock of his salvation. Brother Gabar, you got any, any words, uh, epiphanies? Uh, that, uh, or how some of these, these things striking you right now, Ock? Well, it, 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 it strikes me that this, this can't, um, with, with the stuff that you're reading, it, it, it has to be Israel. I mean, we have to be, we have to be Israel. Just in, just in, in the, 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 the denying or, or when we wax fat or when we come out of, when we come out of the ghetto, you know, uh, we, we forsake where we came from, you know, and, and everybody in it. That's what we, you know, what I'm getting from it is, is we, 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 de- we deny, um, who we are and we try to take credit. You know, we, we, we try to take credit for the blessings that the Heavenly Father gives us. Um, when you, when you read sleek and, and you, you know, being that you're so shiny, you're so oily, you're so greasy, you're so, you know, it reminds me of, uh, of, um, um, MC Hammer. <laughs> you can't touch this. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> you know, that, that's, that's the first thing I thought of. You know, you can't touch it. You know, I mean, it, you can't touch us. I, I, I now I've, for, I've, I've forgotten about the Heavenly Father and 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 what we came through just to get to the land of milk and honey. What He brought us through, we forgot. We we we. we, we we keep we keep forsaking forsaking him. He gets us through 
you know, through the Red Sea and, 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 and the wilderness and blesses us with the, the, the fat of the land. Um, and, and all we seem to do is once we get to a certain level, we act like we don't, we don't need the Heavenly Father no more. So that's what I'm getting from. Cool, brother. We're together. We're together. What I like is like from this, um, uh, the AFV, where it says, when we got satisfied, when we get satisfied, we forsake God, which goes back to what Solomon said in Proverbs chapter 30, verse, verse 7 and 8. Um, Don't give me poverty or riches, lest I be full and deny thee, forsake thee. Like Hosea chapter 4, verse 7 says that the more we increase, the more we sin. That the more we get satisfied, full, even rich, we forsake God. Or like some of these versions say, we abandon God. And like I agree with what you're saying, that now we get to a point where we think it's us. We think it's our wisdom. Like, like, like I, hate, I hate using these references, but like, like Snoop. Talking about, I want to thank me. Right. It was, it was my hard work. It was me who did this. I put the work in. Um, uh, I was going back and forth across the world and everything. I did this. It was my greatness. I came up with the rhymes. I, I wrote all this down. And now that, that's one extreme example of somebody who, who gets riches in, in this world. But even now, even on, on the other end, we'll get a person from the ghetto to get satisfied. And for whatever that satisfaction might be, I, find, I, I finally got me a car. And now I, got, I finally got me a car, I'm done. As far as discipline, praying, as far as, uh, uh, when I say car, I'm talking about that that's all a person worked for. That, that, that they, they put their whole life into a car. And once they got the, before they got the car, they were diligent about what they was doing for the most high. But once they got the car, all that stops because they finally got what they wanted. They got satisfied. Or it might be some, um, uh, somebody gets a house or somebody gets a relationship or somebody gets, uh, I don't know, they, uh, the same thing we was going over, uh, Gabar, was when we was going over what does a man profit if he gained the whole world but loses his soul. When we was covering that in the Mind of Christ classes series that we were going over. God. That what's it going to take for us now to abandon? For that are we going to get satisfied? Are we going to now get full and now abandon the Most High? And now abandon? Now, cool. Am I saying it's wrong to get a car? No. If it's a tool, cool. It's a tool. But but a lot of people they put their whole life into that, and when they lose the car. They don't know how to survive. To them, a car means I can't, like if it's a young man, I can't get a woman because I don't have a, 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 the nicest car. The only way I'm going to get a woman is if I have the nicest car. And there's many young men who believe this. I've got to have the nicest car. <laughs> Brother Goodbye, me and you have been there, and we're at the point now, give me something to leave me from A to B so I can take care of what I got to care of. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> 
we're going to get there just this time. Yeah. I'm not going to get stopped by the cops because I'm speeding. Yeah. I'm going to be able to handle my business and, 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 and pay less gas price than for this high-octane high damn machine. Yeah. I can hear just, I'm, I'm good with this. I'm almost good with a bike, you know, take some of this weight off of, off of my knees. Anything down, that down is, <laughs> you know, any, anything that will keep me from having to walk too far. Right. <laughs> as long as I'm going to have the weight out in, in, in triple digits heat in, uh, for a bus where there's, no, where, <laughs> where there's no shade, I'm just standing there just, just, just cooking. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they don't even have uh, AC. I'll take a gremlin, bro. I'll take a pinto. <laughs> For real. I'll take an escort, a festiva. <laughs> as long as it runs. It doesn't even have to have a radio. I got my phone. It doesn't have AC. I'll, I'll roll the window down. And I'm talking about not the electronic window. I'm talking about the old with the handle. I'll roll the window down with the handle. It don't even have to have the, the boop, 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 boop. It ain't got to have that. Yeah. But you have a lot of people that if they don't have what they see on TV to keep up with the Joneses, or as they get those things, they forsake God. We forsake God. We abandon God. So I don't want to just leave this where it's just the, the, the entertainers or, or, or uh, wealthy of our people are just looked at. On every level, we do this. We get satisfied and we forsake. We abandon the Most High. And he, this is, he knows us about it. This is what we do. All right, check this version out. This is the Bible in basic English. Deuteronomy chapter 32, verse, verse 15, the Bible in basic English. This is what it says. But Jeshuan became fat and would not be controlled. You've become fat. You are thick and full of, full of food. Then he was untrue to the God who made him, giving no honor to the rock of his salvation. Somebody, like I said, had me on the floor. That we get to a point where, where I'm not going to be controlled? Because I finally reached a level. Because I started from the bottom, now I'm here. <laughs> I finally reached a level and I'm not going to be controlled. From I did it my way to my prerogative, I'm going it's to do it me. my way. It's all me. I'm not going to be controlled. You can't tell me what to do. Janet Jackson, control. Now I'm number one. In every aspect of life, this is what happens with us as Israelites. We get satisfied. We get in abundance, and then we start sinning against God. We abandon the Most High. We become untrue to the Most High, and I, again, from I'm not going to be controlled. Uh, I'm going to. Uh, you ain't going to tell what to do. That was the Bible in basic English. All right. Uh, Let me see here. Um, you know, we're changing our diets, too. 
the dietary laws we, we forget about too because now i'm living so large now i'm um you know the buttered shrimp and then lobster <laughs> you, you you know now i can like you said we, we we it gives us a license once we get to a certain level you know we get we get to where oh now i gotta have the i gotta have a scrimp and and and, and uh, you know the, the 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 pate, which is raw hamburger meat. <laughs> I you, you know I'm I got a new appetite now. I don't I don't need the the milk and 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 the honey that the Lord had provided us with, or the food. Even in speaking in these times, you know, with the beans and rice, <laughs> you know, we we our 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 appetites now. We we want to try, you know. Any, anything new, any anything new, even if it is against against the laws, and and that's another way that we deny. We get we get too 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 grown to 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 kick it with the basics that 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 the Lord had blessed us with just to survive through through the through the affliction of 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 being in the ghetto, you know. But we, we, if we had stayed right with the Most High, we never would have seen the ghetto. Right. Ever. We, he gave us the abundance and the best that this world has, the cream of the crop, the best this world has to offer, he gave that to us as Israelites. We already had that in the promised land. And then we kicked against the Most High. We abandoned the Most High. We forsook the Most High. We're going back to our history. Yeah, and there's evidence all through how we live today. There's definitely evidence of how we live today. But this is going back into our history, what we have done against the Lord our God, to where now Christ is reminding us when you pray, then pray these words. Pray in this manner, our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Just give us enough to be content. Because we acted plumb damn fool. When we get satisfied, when we have an abundance, we lose our ever-living damn minds. In the common English version of the Bible, the common English version Bible, it says, Israel, you grew fat and rebelled against God, your creator, and rejected the mighty rock, your only place of safety. And again, if this ain't describing us as, that we're the Israelites, I don't know who else it could be describing. We grow fat, we, 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 we increase, we get something, and now... It's all about us. We get satisfied. It's about us. We're going to rebel. I'm not going to be controlled. I'm not, uh, you ain't going to tell me what to do. And I'm going to forsake God. I'm going to abandon God. I'm going to depart from God, my Savior, my Deliverer. <laughs> I'm not dealing with that. In the, the, the Beeren Study Bible, here's another study Bible. In the Beeren Study Bible, it says, But Jeshuan grew fat and kicked. 
becoming fat, bloated, and gorged. <laughs> he abandoned the God who made him and scorned the rock of his salvation. Well, why are you laughing? Why are you laughing? I just, you know, it just hit me kind of, you know, kind of hit me sideways with the bloated. <laughs> you know, he's, he's getting roasted. He's getting roasted because, you, you know, you, 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 that tends to happen when you forsake their heavenly father. You know, you, 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 you drop instead of, you know, we, we believe that the, the status goes up once we get to, since we, since we believe that we're the one that, that's making us fat and, 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 uh, you know, being seen and at the top and it's all me and I did it all. Um, in reality, we're we're plummeting. We're being brought down. We're being brought down. So true. You, you know, in that when you for, when you forsake the heavenly Father, um, in that he has a has a way of bringing you down, and you're not even knowing how you're really looking. You know, from the from the outside. You're you're crashing. You're, he's bringing you down. There is a consequence. In in other words, is what I'm getting at. That there's a consequence for denying Christ, for for forsaking the Most High. And that's all. And, you know. And we we get to the point where we start forsaking the Most High, but we get satisfied. When right. we start to increase, we start to get riches. We get comfortable. That is when we as Israelites start forsaking the Lord our God. Here's the Darby Study Bible. I'm going to read this from the, the Bible, the, the, the Darby Study Bible. It says, Then Jeshurun grew fat and kicked. Thou art waxing fat, thou art grown thick, and thou art covered with fatness. He gave up God who made him and lightly esteemed the rock of his salvation. And, and again, the thing that is stuck to me in, in that one there where it says he gave up God, we gave up God. As soon as we, we get comfortable, we get satisfied, we get gorged, we give up God. Because we're comfortable. And we don't think, we think that the riches or the satisfaction we got is going to last forever. And the DRB, what is the DRB? Let me pull my Bible thing up. And the DRB which is the Dure-Reims Bible, right? In the Dure-Reims Bible. Now, these, these are research and scholars uh, from, from Europe, like in the 1600s. They, they was on it. This is what they translated. This is what they got. It says, the beloved, talking about the Israelites, talking about Jacob, talking about Jeshuan, the beloved grew fat and kicked. He grew fat and thick and gross. He forsook God who made him and departed from God, his Savior. I know I'm beating a dead horse right now, brothers and sisters, and, and, and I'm sorry, but the way all these different versions resonate with me, the way all these different versions resonate, like, damn. So there's no mistaking, there's no mistaking 
how we act. There's no mistaking what we do. This is our pattern. This is our pattern. From, every, from forsaking, departing, abandoning, uh, not going to be controlled, uh, uh, you're not going to tell me what to do, um, it's all about me, I did this, I, I made this to happen. If this, I mean, this has got our, our number. This has got the, the, the thumb on our foreheads. Like, like this is talking about us. When I read the Good News Bible, the Good News Bible for the same verse, the Good News Bible for the same verse, it says, the Lord's people grew rich but rebellious. Are y'all hearing this? The Lord's people grew rich but rebellious. They were fat and stuffed with food. They abandoned God, their creator, and rejected their mighty savior. When we grew rich, we grew rebellious. This is most definitely the history of Israelites, and we're still living this today. We still act the same way today. In the International Standard Version, the International Standard Version, it says, Jacob dined until satisfied. Jeshurun grew fat and kicked. He grew fat, coarse, and gross. So that he abandoned the God who made him and spurned the rock that was his salvation. In the Jubilee Bible, I only got a few more. In the Jubilee Bible, it says, But Jeshurun, the upright one, waxed fat and kicked, thou art waxed and fat, thou art grown thick, and has and covered thyself, and has covered thyself, and forsook the God who made him, and lightly esteemed the strong one of his saving health. In the literal translation of the Bible, it says, but Jeshurun grew fat and kicked. You grew fat, thick, and sated. And he abandoned God who made him and fell away from the rock of his salvation. In the, let me get this version here, the LSV, which is the The literal standard version. The literal standard version, it says this. And Yeshuan waxes fat and kicks. You have been fat. You've been thick. You've been covered. And he leaves God who made him and dishonors the rock of his salvation. In the World English Bible, the World English Bible says, but Jeshurun grew fat and kicked. You have grown fat. You have grown thick. You have become sleek. Then he abandoned God who made him and rejected the rock of his salvation. And 
in the Young's Little Translation, it says, And Joshua waxed fat and doth kick. Thou hast been fat, thou hast been thick, thou hast been covered. And he leaveth God who made him and dishonoreth the rock of his salvation. So, brothers and sisters, as, as our time is going to wind up here on this past day, I want to be reminded of, of the, the title of this class being to deny, uh, denying, to deny Christ our daily bread. That many of us get mad, upset, depressed, dejected because the things we want we feel like we don't have. The scripture says that, uh, in Matthew chapter 6, verse 7 and 8, I'm asking Brother Gabbard to read that real quick. Matthew chapter 6, verses 7 and 8. You still there, bro? Yes, hello, sir. Hello. Yes, sir. I, I'm here. I had muted because okay. I, I needed a cough. Um, still a little bit under the weather, but uh, 6 and 8. Yeah, Matthew chapter oh. 6, verses 7 and 8. Seven and eight. Con Matthew chapter six, starting at verse seven, reads: But when ye pray, use not vain repetitions, as the heathen do. As the heathen for do. They, Go ahead. For they think that they shall be heard for their much speaking. Be not ye therefore like unto them, for your Father knoweth what things ye have need of. Before you ask them, there's no need for us to be like the heathen. Those people who are pers- that, that don't know God, who are, who are unacquainted with the God of the Bible, that that are pagan, that worship idols. He says, "Don't don't be like them. Your Father knows what you have need of even before you ask." There's no need for us to do the prayer beads and the rosaries. The Father knows what we have need of before we ask, and what we need to be doing is forgiving others the way we want God to forgive us. But in the history of us as Israelites, once we get comfortable, once we get satisfied, we keep showing we have a tendency to, how you say, rest on our laurels. We have the tendency to say, I'm, I'm good. I don't have to be as diligent. I don't have to be as, as, as obedient. I don't have to be as disciplined. I'm good because look at how much I've got. I've got so much, I don't need to have to be so careful. I don't need to have to be like this. It's my, my house is going to last forever. All that I got, this is going to be key sweat. This, we're going to make it last forever. We're going to make this damn thing last forever. And we're getting these mentalities. Or, or we'll get the depressions, we'll get the angers, we'll get the impatience, we'll get the uh, 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 just being let down, the anger and the frustrations because we're not getting what we want, whereas the Heavenly Father knows what we need. And many of our wants are based on the, uh, let's get that one, last one, was the First John 2.15? First John. I believe it's two fifteen. Love not the world. Con. Um it is. It's uh first John 
chapter 2 and verse 15, which reads, Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. Read it off. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh and the lust of the eyes and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. The lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. Look how I'm living. I finally made it. You have to now respect me because of my status in life. I've got my degrees. I, I, uh, uh, I finally bought a house and I'm paying a mortgage. I finally got that Mercedes Benz. I've made it. You cannot treat me like I'm just a nigger. You can't treat me like I'm a second-class citizen. I've made it as an American. I vote and I pay my taxes. So why am I having to go through any of this? All those type of things, that whole mindset, you're dealing with the pride of life. That's from the lust of this world. That's what this world says makes you a good person. That's what this world standard is. But we as Israelites, to, to me, and I, I wish I was a more eloquent man. I know I run my mouth a lot, but I don't always paint good pictures. I wish I was a better, a more eloquent man, a more wordsmith. That what the most what the most high gave us in the promised land? We over here talking about because we got a little little five hundred thousand dollar house that we got to pay a thirty year mortgage on. We got we got we got a, a car that is going to break down every six, six years seven years that we're doing something. We went and bought a couple acres, and we're doing something. We're satisfied. We're good. When we don't really examine, we 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 want to say, and we we believe it's humility. Well, God. Bless you with this job. Really? God bless you with a job? According to Deuteronomy chapter 20, verse 60, 68, we were brought into Egypt again on ships, uh, and you should be sold as bondmen and bondwomen. Can you read that for me? Time. <clears throat> Deuteronomy chapter 28 and verse 68. Yeah. Deuteronomy chapter 28 and verse 68 reads, And the Lord shall bring thee into Egypt again with ships by the way whereof I spake unto thee. Thou shalt see it no more again. And there shall be there, and there ye shall be sold unto your enemies for bond men and bond women. 
and no man shall buy you. So we will come up here on ships, whether it was in, in 722 B.C. or whether it was uh, 1619 with the slave trade. We came to the Americas on ships, to the Americas on ships, and we've had to serve slavery since we've been here. And since the so-called white man got here, we've had to serve slavery to our enemies, and we've not been saved yet. But now since we came here to the Americas on slave ships, and we've been sold to our enemies, and nobody has freed us from our enemies. Read verse 47 now. Con, Deuteronomy chapter 28 and verse 47 reads, Because thou servest not the Lord thy God with joyfulness and with gladness of heart, for the abundance of all things. The abundance of all things. We don't go into these scriptures enough. Like I said, just reading Deuteronomy chapter 32, verse 14, what was the abundance of all things? I mean, if we just look at that, those words, abundance of all things. The promised land. Not up in heaven, in the clouds, with, uh, 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 with some harps, uh, uh, dressing diapers, uh, eating milk and honey. No. On earth, the promised land, we had the abundance of all things. That, what are all things? Uh, you had to give to work because you had workers. You had servants. You had to go spend, get, get a, 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 a six-digit uh, tuition, a college tuition cost against you. In a college loan, you got to pay back to go and learn business. The family business was running the plantations that we had. That meant we were already in, 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 in real estate management. We were already dealing with agricultural management. We were already dealing with, with, with if it, it was uh, sanitation management, on our plantations. We were already dealing with construction and housing. On our plantations. This, this was our lifestyle. We had, but we didn't thank God for the abundance of all things. R reading on from there, please, Ox. Con. Deuteronomy chapter 32 and verse 48 reads, no, Therefore, 47. 47. Oh, you want me to read 47 again? Oh, I'm sorry. Um, because thou servest not the Lord thy God with joyfulness and with gladness of heart for the abundance of all things. I'm sorry. You were, you, you were right where you, you picked up a reading. For the abundance of all things, reading on. I'm sorry. I, I messed that up. Go ahead. Therefore shalt thou serve thine enemies Therefore we're going to the do what? Lord. Serve thine enemies. Go ahead. Which the Lord shall send against thee in hunger and in thirst and in nakedness and in want of all things. And in want and, of all things, that. And he shall put a yoke of iron upon thy neck until he have destroyed thee. All right, the part I wanted to pull out of this scripture right here was... Let me pull it up. I should, should have been here. 
verse 48, right? Right. Where he says, Therefore shall thou serve thy enemies, which the Lord shall send against thee in hunger, thirst, and nakedness, and want of all things. I really wanted to stress that part right there. That for our people to be in a, in a, in a position now, they say, God left me with a job. Really? Do you know how 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 much we're taking the name of God in vain? That God blessed me with a job. So I can serve serve my enemies so I can get money to eat and to drink and get clothes and, 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 and be able to rent something. We really have this mentality that that is God blessing us? So what did God do for us when we came out of Egypt and possessed the promised land? That wasn't a blessing? That now we're here in the Americas and I'm blessed with a job? It's hard for me to, 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 I guess, equalize or say that, 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 or compare what the Most High gave to us coming out of Egypt. And for, for, for the time we came out of Egypt, until he finally kicked us out of the land, either in 722 B.C. or finally kicked us out of the land up until 70 A.D., that now we're here in the Americas, and because I get a job, I'm blessed. That God is now working with me because I got a job? And then that's only for the individual. Didn't God bless the nation of Israel? When we came out of Egypt? That's what I read. The nation had abundance, not one family. Not one political party. Not just the athletes. Not just the entertainers. The nation of Israel was blessed. Not one camp. That one school, that one church, the nation of Israel was blessed. I'm, I'm going to end it right there, Brother Kabar. You, you got anything out? You got anything at all? Um, just a reference to uh, there's a song out. Um, it's called Goaded you know, for being like the greatest of, of all time. And, and, and in looking, looking at the word abundance, I looked and I searched for uh, a synonym uh, that started with a G because of 
reading in, in, in seven for the abundance of all things. So what I came up with was the generous or generously. The Most High generously blessed us. He blessed us generously with, with the abundance of all things, which meant that we, we were truly goaded back then. <laughs> you know, and that, because that's, that's what everyone, everyone is shooting for in today's society. To be, to be goaded, to be the greatest, to be the, you know, have all the great things to be considered. And the Heavenly Father, we, we, we were, we were goaded back then with the abundance of all things. He generously blessed us with the abundance of all things and we forsook it. After, God. after that. And that's all, that's all I had to say on that. All right, well then, brothers and sisters, uh, thank you for, for tuning in today. Um, the, the, you know, there's one of the scripture. I want to end. I don't want to end on, on such a sour note. That is, that is kind of sour. Let's get where the scripture says, uh, "And there was to be content." I've, I've learned in whatsoever state I'm in, there was to be content. Philippians uh, 4 and 11. Let's get that. Con. Uh, Philippians chapter 4 and verse 11 reads, Not that I speak in respect of want, for I have learned in whatsoever state I am therewith to be content. This is what Paul was, was, was trying to advise us and warn us about. That in whatever state that we're in, to there would be content. Reading on verse 12. Con. I know both how to be abased and I know how to abound. Everywhere and in all things, I am instructed both to be full and to be hungry, both abound and to suffer need. I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. Right, to go through being abased. I know a lot of people only use, we only use Philippians 4.13 for, yeah, I can do all things. That's why uh, uh, I can be R. Kelly. I can do all things. That's why I can, I can, uh, uh, I can be Bruce Jenner. Uh, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. That's not, that's, not what, that's not what this scripture is referring to. <laughs> I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me, so I can go through being abased. I can go through being uh, uh, being hungry. I can go through being uh, uh, having to suffer need. I can I, through Christ, which strengthens me. I can be content. If I'm and, and then we, we we did the series. Having the mind of Christ. 
we did a what was it a twenty one part series on having no, no Christ our Passover God <laughs> which was twenty one parts but within that we did a, a, a sub series <laughs> like a twelve part <laughs> sub series <laughs> being in a, being in the mind of Christ being God. in the mind of Christ. I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. Again, it's not talking about, yeah, God gave I you the did, power. <laughs> like, well, you can take a bar? I was going to say, you know, just, just a reference to Bruce Jenner. You know, I can go from the Wheaties box to uh, uh, <laughs> a tampon commercial. <laughs> I guess. Right, 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 I guess. But you can't have, you, no, because you can't have no, no, you can't have no, <laughs> No, <laughs> you don't release an egg every month, so no, you right. can't even do that. So we know with that, with that, <laughs> that that's not what he was talking about. Con. <laughs> the way people want to use it, that I can just right. do what I want because Christ told me. Because if 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 God didn't want me to have it, then why do I have it? Now, because you made a choice to have it. Will a man be probably gain the whole world but lose his soul? So, brother, I, I don't want to leave it on, on a sour note. I want us to, to uh, uh, we went through a lot, and it, 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 it could be a scorcher of what we went through, but let's be advised of how our forefathers, our foreparents, how we've done things in the past and keep our minds braced for the present and the future to be content. To be content and not feel, uh, uh, have a lack of self-esteem because I don't have the type of car that somebody else has. That, not to have self-esteem because uh, I live in an apartment and not a house like other people live in. Not to have uh, a, a low self-esteem because I don't have the jewelry that another person has. And we keep weighing ourselves by, by the standard of the world and trying to say, well, God's not with me. God must be with them because look at all they got. Look at how they're living. We better go back and read Psalm chapter 37. We better go back and read Psalm chapter 73. We better go back and, and, and find that scripture in, in Corinthians where it told us that Christ became poor, that we might become rich. And I'm, this ain't to condemn the rich either. This is not to condemn the rich either. But it says, those that will be rich fall into many hurtful, uh, fall into many hurtful lusts. So I am going to end it with that. Right? I, I, I hope that that's, that's enough, you know, trying to keep it somewhat positive, not, not just you know, doom and gloom and shabbos. Uh, we don't fell into a whole other pit, and just, it just keeps <laughs> the abyss. We don't fell into the abyss. I, I, don't, I don't want that to be the, the last note of this class. <laughs> I, I really don't. All right, then. Oh, and I was going to say, um, for uh, today being Monday, 
please check out, you know, keep, keep the learning going. Keep, 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 keep the learning going, all right? Uh, tonight we have ISBHBK on uh, ISBHBK YouTube for either Houston or San Antonio, starting at 7 p.m. Uh, Central Standard Time. Uh, there, there's the, the YouTube channels, uh, Five Minutes of Wisdom, uh, uh, Hebrew Media Corps, and what, what was the other one? Um, the Hidden Truth. Uh, those are also available to you to keep your, 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 uh, your Hebrew Israel information uh, still going. Um, and then uh, join us tomorrow. Uh, for Tazapot Tuesdays, Tazapot Tuesdays, Tazapot Tuesdays, right here at www.blogtalkradio.com. And brothers and sisters, I'm, I'm working on uh, the live chat room. I'm working on, on, on setting up this live chat room where the live chat, there's just some, there's some wording with the technology that I'm not familiar with. I, I, I probably want these kids to probably do it quick. Uh, but where it, the comments are also going to be look, linked to Facebook. So you, if you have a Facebook account, you'll be able to make comments and, 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 and chat about the show through Facebook as well as if you go to www.blogtalkradio.com, the live chat room will be put up, and you'll be able to, from your web browser, be able to uh, uh, comment, send questions, uh, send scriptures or what have you live while we're doing our classes, all right, while we're doing our classes. And I'm in the midst of setting that up. The, the Facebook's not set up yet, but you can still log on and, and, and to the chat room and be able to make comments or questions uh, or what have you. All right, uh, so with that, uh, my name is Mashaba. My name is Gabar For ISBHPK, the Israelite School of Biblical History and Practical Knowledge, we would like to say shalom. Shema Israel.